Man, people crazy out these streets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. And I ain't in it. What's up? Welcome back to I Went Out. I'm Manny. I'm Nick. And today is Wednesday, so of course we have another racial repentance episode for you guys. We have a very special guest in the building. Um, but before we get into that, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, please, on iTunes, leave a rating and or review. That is helpful to us, but it's also helpful to you guys so that you don't miss out on any content when it drops. All right. As I said, we have a very, very special guest in the building today. Very happy to have him here. Nick, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, yeah. So we get to we get to introduce you guys all to a very awesome man, yeah. um, a mentor. He's been like a big brother to me, has guided me, took a chance on a dumb kid like me <laughs> when, when I'm a big headache, um, but has really just encouraged us along the way. And it's, it's because of him, well, of course, because of God, but then because of him and his generosity that we're even able to have these conversations, that we're able to step out and be avert and lead and move God's kingdom forward. So uh, without further ado, I would love to introduce y'all to Pastor Michael Rogowski. Hey, hey, <laughs> man. That was a real introduction. Man. Hey, man. Wow. Hey, hey wow. We, we, got, we do it up here. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, it's an honor to be with you guys, and uh, I love what you're doing. I love the content you're putting out but more importantly i just love you guys like just seriously <laughs> love you, you. Love you too, man. um the way you uh, the walk with humility the way you love the lord um and uh it's pretty cool uh you guys really balance each other out too it's pretty <laughs> awesome man so it's really an honor to be hanging with you guys and uh and uh yeah be part of the conversation so amen. thanks for the invitation absolutely yeah absolutely amen, amen. so you know what we've been doing and uh, uh guess for like the past three months now i guess um is just on wednesdays just really dedicating time to discuss um hot pressing topics um that are that's been going on in the world dealing with racism and injustice um but we really have been trying to angle it more so from a christian perspective a mm-hmm. christian lens um so today um i guess we want to just kind of start off with you know in 2020 there has been a lot of senseless murders um you know just a lot of tragedy we're dealing with covid um how have you navigated through this season of life pastor yeah man it's been it's been a lot hasn't it yeah it's just been a ton going on and um you know i thought i was good honestly like we had a our our staff does a strengths finders inventory and kind of delineates the top five things that you have a tendency or proclivity towards and one of my top five was adaptability so i thought man i'd be good for this but uh man it has been hard it's been really hard and i think because so many things that have been exposed and come to the surface that we just the pace of life the idolatry in life um prevented us from paying attention to Mm. so i think that because of that that some things that are have been around are now being exposed but they're in our faces and because yeah. of you know the quarantine that many of us have had to do that we can't just turn a blind eye mm-hmm. to the oppression to the heartache to all of the tragedy yeah. that's happened so for me as a pastor that's meant okay how do i keep my eyes on jesus and how do i as a leader lead people to christ mm-hmm. um and also at the same time 
be sensitive to all of the nuances mm. uh, and challenges that people are facing. So mm. I'll tell you, I, there are times when I've had great days and there's other day, days where I'm like, I'm pulling the covers back over my head because, uh, <laughs> yeah. man, um, unless Jesus shows up, <laughs> this ain't going to go well. <laughs> so uh, so it's been high highs and low lows. Yeah. Um, so I think as far as all of that goes, um, I, I, you know, I love rhythm. I, I, I love spontaneity, but I found that, man, the more kind of focus I can be and some more steady rhythms that I can have are important. Mm-hmm. So things like daily Bible reading, things like regular family meals and um, regular worship, some of those things have kept me steady and mm-hmm. sane yeah. despite all the insanity around us right now. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Nick, I know like recently you kind of stepped away from some things on social media and stuff. <laughs> you know, how have you navigated through this stuff recently? Yeah, so recently it's been a lot of down, a lot of struggling with kind of having these conversations, not in the sense of, you know, I can't have them, but more or less, like, I've been having way too many conversations where the other end, it's just like, it's just discouraging. Um, it's just kind of some of the conversations I've had, it's like, it just hurts my heart to know, like, where some people actually stand. Um, people who I looked up to, people who I've listened to and just kind of seeing some of the stuff that they came out and said, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like that, okay. Um, so I wrestled with that and I wrestled with just seeing just, I mean, one thing I think 2020 can, I can say is I, I think humanity is on full display, um, broken humanity, um, the fall, this, the results of all this, the sin, this, the pain and everything is just rampant and it's clear as day right now. And, uh, that's been hard some days. Like I sit back and I just look at the landscape of our, our world and it just crushes my heart to know the senseless murders that are taking place and how, how in a sense like you know i have american privilege like and there's a lot of people around the world right now who are suffering insurmountable things and i'm complaining about certain things here and it's just like the weight of that started to sink in for me um and yeah just seeing things on social media how divisive it is it's just been so i got off i am no longer on facebook so if our listeners if you've been trying to hit me up on facebook I haven't deactivated my account, but you're not actually talking to me and I'm never going to see it probably. So sorry. Um, find me on Instagram or text me if you don't, or text me if you have my number. Um, but yeah, and I actually, you know, a lot of things were coming to his head and I just, you know, I thought I was good. Um, you know, I've been dealing like, I see accounts regularly. So we were talking and then all of a sudden about a week ago, like, I don't know, I think I don't even want to say the pressure, just the weight of everything kind of like, like got me. Yeah. So I remember I, my wife was like, Nick, you need to go. You need to go get alone with God. Because I felt like anger. I felt depression. And anger is always a big indicator for me mm. that depression's about to kick in. Um, so I went away. I got off the grid for about 24 hours and just got alone with the Lord and prayed and just had him renew my heart and listen to some awesome worship music, which is surprising how healing worship, worshiping the Lord can really be. When you're not doing it for anything, you are just literally worshiping God because of who he is. Like, that was really good for me. That's right. So good. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Um, and just trying to press through. And, you know, I had a good group of guys the other night. We all sat down and talked about a lot the other night. And we were there to 2 a.m. And I woke up tired because I had to go to a training. But, man, I can tell you I was rejuvenated. Mm. Um, refocused on why we do what we do. Um, and pointing others to Jesus and leading them to the one who has all the answers. Yeah. yeah. 
So, because so I don't have them. Some people hit me up for all the answers. I'm like, I don't got the answers, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only answer I got is Jesus. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you hit on something, though. I think there's kind of a there's a collective exhaustion. Yeah. I think that all of humanity is navigating. You know, yeah. the news cycle is exhausting. Yes. But then it's the the mask ordinances. When do you wear it? Where do you have to wear it? Yeah. Changes every hour. Yes. Um, there's you know the these things that we're having to mentally compartmentalize that i think a lot of people are just tired yeah and none of us are at our best when we're fatigued no (laughs) and so i think walking with extra grace not just for the people around us but for ourselves yeah you know just like man i i just gotta cool out a little bit yep and not get so amped up or or give myself space to breathe so i think the fact that you a recognized it and b had the bravery to address it is just yeah. man that's awesome more mm-hmm. people need to do that yeah god's yeah. good yeah god's good what yeah. about you man yeah i haven't like completely stepped off social media but what i've been doing is taking breaks mm-hmm. um because uh, so i'm I, i'm really good at not i won't say really good but i'm pretty good at not allowing things that i see that's error um or you know um just very very hard to like gulp on social media i don't allow that to like settle into my spirit and get upset about it um but i've mentioned on the podcast a lot this year man like this year in general has been um wild for me personally i've never been so angry so many times because i'm not the kind of person that gets like angry so much um but it's just like a lot of difficult conversations and just seeing just so much um division mm-hmm. within the church body and like of people that I care about and that hurts you know you don't want to see that and and you try to lean in and then there's some people who don't want to um, really receive it well yeah um and this is just a lack of empathy and and you know we talked uh, in our last episode I think a little bit about cancel culture yeah and um you know tried hard not to cancel people you know have tried hard not to uh, but I think, you know, I was talking to Nick about it the other day. He had mentioned to me, like, sometimes when you have said all you can and that person is not willing to receive it, you've done your job. And and it's not necessarily that you're canceling them. It's that you can kind of just knock that dust off your feet and just keep fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's just important um, for us to remember as Christians. And it's something that I've learned to become a little better at um, this year myself. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I know we just kind of talked about how we've kind of navigated through it, but is there any, are there any lessons that we have learned um, this year? Yeah. Pastor Michael? Man, I think uh, there's been a ton. <laughs> I think um, is one is that we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. I know that that's not really a n- lesson as much as it is a reminder, but, you know, in terms of the racial repentance conversation, I've always been a white guy. And so I, uh, I haven't always known how to enter a conversation um, while I thought I was doing it with humility. Um, we don't know what we don't know. And I think that having an open posture of learning and of humility, knowing that we're going to make mistakes out of our ignorance or say things out of our ignorance. Um, but I think that when, when we have the bravery to ask questions or enter spaces that we wouldn't normally find ourselves in that that actually exposes what we don't know and then we can deal with it and i think that um you know what you guys are doing here 
um, and what we've tried, the conversation we've tried to have at LifePoint is that, boy, let's embrace um, the diversity that God created, but walk with humility yeah. towards unity in it. Yeah. And um, and so I think that's that's been a huge lesson is that we don't know, we don't know, yeah. and we won't know um, if we don't get to know that's the right. people that we ought to know and do life with. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's been one of them for me. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I got a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, I think learning grace has yeah. been a big thing for me this year. Um, I thought I was pretty good at giving grace. Um, I'm, I was good at giving grace to people who had like similar struggles, similar backgrounds, similar like you know they went through a lot as a child. They went through a lot as a high like you know just giving them chances and extend a lot of grace mm-hmm. but i realized pretty quickly that i wasn't very good at giving grace to everybody mm-hmm. um and i think this year has really helped me learn to give grace to to those who are just i don't i don't know what to use, i don't know how to write the just who are struggling with certain things mm-hmm. um who like you know who they don't they're not willing to admit the racism in their hearts um or the like and not that they're like walking around but this the underlying culture that maybe their families taught them maybe where they grew up yeah. had just they just picked up on and didn't realize it um just giving grace there talking and loving and not being taken because i'm a like i'm an eight on the enneagram which y'all we've talked about this on the podcast quite a bit when I see something that it just like it bothers me, I'm coming for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, you know, hey, this is this is dumb, this is terrible, mm-hmm. and not using those words because those I've done that sometimes. Like if it's one of my boys calling me up and telling me something, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it straight. Like that's stupid. <laughs> don't talk, don't talk like that. But if someone I don't have like a a really meaningful relationship with, I'll take a little more time. Like, well, tell me a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not very good at that. I wasn't very good at that before. Before when someone t- came at some crazy stuff, I would just like chop it all down and let them know why this was terrible, and rather than letting them speak and then talking them through their own like their own thinking and why they thought that way and how that could be wrong um and actually recently when we had pastor santee's at life point like he brought up a really good point about just sharing like using stories um and how i'm like i gotta do i want to do that like bring stories into it to help have that conversation um so yeah grace has been i'm learning how to give more grace um and I'm learning how I've never been like super quick to speak, but I guess sometimes I have been. So I'm learning how to be a little slower to speak, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and to just listen and pay and pay attention to what's really being said. Because I've, I've learned one thing: there's people that are talking in circles here right now, mm-hmm. um, and I've come across a lot of people who are they're saying something, like, but they're also saying something else. Mm. So I'm really trying to take my time. Like, what are you really saying here? What What are you trying to communicate? Um, and then just having that conversation from there. So, yeah. And I mean, just, I think just remind, I'm, it's not really a lesson, but it's just, uh, I guess it is like that God is in control. Mm -hmm. Um, that there's all I'm called to do is to go forward and with his message and proclaiming his word and his truth and moving his kingdom forward. Um, and not being ashamed of that and not, uh, yeah, that's it. That's about it about it for me i can go on for hours about <laughs> everything because it's been it's been one yeah <laughs> yeah we've been all learning stuff man yeah, yeah. for sure yeah i mean nick mentioned he's an eight and i'm a one and so <laughs> my i guess negative trait can be resentfulness and oh. uh and so i have worked hard not to become resentful you know as i mentioned just being angry at certain people at certain situations and stuff it's easy to become resentful and um and so i've i've 
I think I've done a little better job at that this year. Um, but I would say the main lesson, and I think this ties into it, um, you know, it says in Proverbs, Proverbs 3, the lean not on your own understanding. Yes. And, um, and so that's what I've been leaning on. And so it has forced me to increase my prayer life. It has forced me to be in the scriptures more and to really, you know, put full trust and Jesus to help me navigate through life, to help me navigate through these conversations, yeah. um, to help even just my heart um, and my voice on these these topics and stuff. And so, um, yeah, so I just I've been leaning out on my own understanding and, and constantly just asking the Lord just to reveal anything that may be wrong in my heart yeah. so that when I do go about these conversations that I'm not coming at it from. A way of trying to shame somebody or um trying to be right just to be right yeah 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 that's so good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's the verse i was thinking of. i couldn't think of it when i said we don't know we don't know yeah we can't lean on our own understanding yep. Amen. if we expect to have walk in unity right yep. with people that's right. so good right and you and i've been through that yeah we i remember i was walking in my front yard we were on the phone like <laughs> i don't think i understood you properly <laughs> you help me understand and we went right into it yeah and i love that and i love that you were gracious with me to help me learn stuff stuff that i didn't know and um and you're brave enough to bring it mm-hmm. and uh man i just so love your heart man amen mm-hmm. amen love you man love mm-hmm. you too brother you made a good we're, segue yeah, yeah well hey i did i didn't realize that, yeah but. all right so we're not gonna hug right now i'm just kidding man <laughs> we can do it there we go there we go but no you segue well into i guess just how there ha- how there has been so much divisiveness um with in-person conversations virtual conversations and um you know and uh, of course we want to center this around the body of christ um we are supposed to be a united front and there's just so much divisiveness Mm -hmm. um so why do you think christians allow non-essential things to divide them i think um first of all it's easy yeah it really is easy to highlight our differences and it's easier today than it used to be to be a keyboard warrior yeah Mm -hmm. because there are things that people can would say at their kitchen table or say in the bedroom or say in the locker room um that they that would stay there but now um i think people are much more free to say those same kinds of things to the world through Mm -hmm. social media nowadays primarily Mm -hmm. um it's a lot easier to to send off an angry email than it is to have a face-to-face conversation Mm -hmm. where you can't get tone and voice inflection and eye contact and so i think i think um and i think also too so i think number one it's easy i think number two is that when the world is so uncertain and there and things are moving and changing by the minute it seems is that we hold on to that which brings us comfort yeah and if we have a comfort in our theology or a comfort in our culture or a comfort in our uh, kind of philosophy or way of doing life we'll cling to that so tightly mm-hmm. that we end up kind of choking out the relationships mm-hmm. that god gave us mm-hmm. and so yeah. i think um I think because of that, there's been an overcorrection or an overreaction in some places. 
um, because A, it's easy, B, we can hide, and I think C, it's a lot easier to direct that anger to um, a person than a thing. Yeah. Mm. You, know, you can't really get mad at a mask. You know, <laughs> you can you just get mad at the people who yeah. make you wear one. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you can't get mad at a dollar. You right. just get mad at the people who pass it around. Yeah. Um, and and I think probably we have to pay attention to the spiritual component of the enemy tried to have people blame one another mm-hmm. from the dawn of creation yep. you know when yeah. when adam um and eve were deceived mm-hmm. he just is like she made me do it yeah. and um rather than blaming the enemy right. who was behind it all right. he said hey i'm just going to bring divisiveness in this relationship yep. and so i think the spiritual component is that the enemy um knows that boy as as we've had to pay attention to um oppression, injustice, inequality in our world, is that I think the enemy would also have us, um, not also, that God would have us focus on the right things. The enemy would have us take that energy and turn it into a passionate blame mm-hmm. or slander or inappropriate anger um, that would undo the prayer that Jesus prayed for unity yeah. in the body of Christ. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of reasons. I mean, none of them really are justified um, (laughs) because none of them answer the prayer that Jesus had in John 17 which is that people would know that the followers of Christ are one Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's when the followers of Christ are one that people actually believe that Jesus is who he said he was amen yeah yeah (laughs) man yeah we're divided there's a lot of things that divide the church um I mean, I just gotta listen. Like you got eschatology divides church. You've got how you take the sacraments. That's how church is divided over there. You got abortion. You've got black lives matter. Like all these things that mm-hmm. divide the church. And then everybody's saying, "Oh, the church has never been this divided." It's like maybe. Um, but when you look at Paul's letters, he was definitely addressing some div- division within the churches. <laughs> so yeah. on more than one occasion. Um, and that's why, like, it just keeps coming back to like we have to have these conversations. You've got like the body. We're not supposed to be like the rest of the world. The rest of the world, like if you're if you don't agree on something, you're going to go for the other person's throat. In the church, mm-hmm. we got to be open to having conversations. But I think it comes right back down to what Michael said. Like it's not it's easier not to. Yeah. It's easier to blame someone. It's easier to say this, that, the other about a certain thing and then walk away from it. Um, but the, for me, the another issue too. I got two more. I mean, I think the first one's pride. Pride's a big issue here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cling to this because this is what I believe in. This is the truth. Um, and whatever you say is wrong. Yeah. And it's just like, man, okay, well, that's not very humble. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and I think you said something really solid this morning. I'm probably going to mess it up, but like you can be wrong or right, but you don't have to be rude. Or was it wrong and not rude? No, you can be right. You might be right. Yeah. But you don't have the right to be rude. There you go. And I think I stole that from Pastor Matt Smith down in North uh, Carolina. I, I think he probably said that. it better than, than I did. I love that. that. I thought good. that was solid. That's good. Because um, it's the truth. Um, so much like so many people right now are just outright rude. It's like, man, we can't have. I don't even want to have a conversation with you. It's the way yeah. you came from my throat. Like, right. I'm right. trying not to get defensive and throw down with you right now. So, right. um, but yeah, I think pride is a big issue, and I mean, pride's just an issue for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. like I gotta constantly check mine. Like, why am I feeling this way? Is this a pride issue, Lord? Is this should I really be upset about this, or is like, is this a you thing that I'm upset about? Like, so just trying to figure all that out. Um, this one might be a little too political for this uh, podcast, but I'm going to say it, and Mandy, you can decide later if it stays. Um, I think America has divided the church. Mm. Um, the American landscape, the way 
politics has been so ingrained in American Christianity, I think has unfortunately led us to this place where we are seeming more divided than we think we ever have before. Mm -hmm. Um, Where you've got Christians saying, well, you guys are left Christians, you're the right Christians, you're a liberal, you're progressive, you're this, you're that. It's like, man, we're like, we were Christians. Yeah. I didn't know if I wasn't a Democrat or if I was a Republican, I couldn't be a Christian. I didn't know if I was a Democrat, then I'm going to have, like, I didn't know that. Or I didn't know if I was a liberal or independent. Like, I didn't know all that. Like, it's just, it's so crazy to me. And then, then how we try to take Jesus and box him in, in the American political things. And it's just, it's so frustrating. And that's like, that's what infuriates me about this mm. is to see so many of the current things that are dividing the church have been political. And it's just like, no, 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 no. What are we doing, y'all? That's <laughs> like, right. right. like we, sir, our our policies come from the God. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is who our king is. That's where we take our orders from. Um, and of course, like as I think it's in Peter, or I'm gonna mess this up, but like we are to live by seat. Like we're supposed to live in this cu- culture, um, not break the rules, not be crazy, but like also, we ultimately know who's in control. We know who our savior is. We know who our king is. Um, and I think I've said this, this is probably going to get cut, maybe. But if you can find yourself completely aligned with any party, any political party, Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever, mm. um, you're more than likely not a Christian. Um, because if you can find yourself agreeing with every single thing, man, that's not everything of Republicans is all Christianity. Not everything all Democrat or Independent is all Christianity. So it's just like... Yeah. If you can fully align yourself with that, you might want to check yourself, your heart and check out your check where, who you're really following. That's right. Um, are you following this American version of the gospel or are you following the Jesus of the Bible? Um, I know that might be a little mean and somebody who's listening, some people listening might not be happy with hearing that, but hey, <laughs> I'm just... is coming out, that's yeah. it. my friends. <laughs> um, but again, it's just like, it's, it's, it's so, it hurts because Christianity is so much bigger than us. Yeah. This faith isn't just about what's going on in America. There, there are some amazing things happening all across the globe right now. I mean, you've got the underground church in China is blowing up exponentially. You've got things like Africa, like all these countries in the world right now who are seeing expansive growth. Um, there's, and there's still a lot of work to be done, too. And it's like, we're not the center of the universe, y'all. I know, I know some of us like to feel like that. And I know sometimes... Um, when if you're a christian you say something about america it's like oh you can't be a christian if you say that about america it's like i'm not bashing the country i'm just saying we got some things wrong and we got to get back on the path mm. we got to follow after jesus what he says what he wants for us individually what he wants for this nation and i mean what he wants for his church like we've got to be unified mm-hmm. politics all that stuff should not be dividing the church and i mean unfortunately i feel like satan's having a field day right now yeah. with just sitting back laughing and see the church is divided and arguing over politics that's right it's like let the politicians argue over that stuff we need to be unified and love one another just because we say one thing doesn't mean we we're against something else like we're focusing on one thing so yeah it's yeah i know i just had a mouthful i just went on a rant sorry y'all hey (laughs) y'all getting your uh podcast worth here on this wednesday (laughs) yeah no i liked it man i i I don't think that was anything that was anything divisive about that. That yeah. was truth. Yeah, and I i mean, we're not going to find a savior on Capitol Hill. No, right. we're not. Right. No, we're not. Yeah, that's right. And I, I just asked a question, like, what is your, what lens are you looking out of? What is your, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking, I um, think when this comes out, we would be on um, just discussing uh, James uh, 1, 26 through 27 uh, on the previous Monday. 
and um you know it, it acts this well it kind of gives this analogy of um you know being not merely a hearer of god's word but a doer mm-hmm. and it says you know for he looks at himself in a mirror goes away and forgets what kind of man he was yeah. and so i just asked i just asked this question like what mirror are you looking in mm-hmm. you know what what is it that you are looking at your worldview from um is it your politics is it your own opinions or is it jesus yeah um Amen. because the bible should be our mirror yes and when we look in the bible we should see error in our own hearts we should see the pride that we have in our own hearts and we should be able to correct that and to move forward in a way where we are we are moving um in a christ-like way yeah in a christ-like manner so again mm-hmm. it's going back to like leaning out on our own understanding yeah um you know i to give a story since we were talking about stories <laughs> hey. you know recently I, I think i was telling nick um I paid off my car earlier this year, so I'm not getting a car anytime soon, but I have recently just found this attraction for Jeeps. I really like Jeeps. Hey. So I want, I kind of want a Jeep Gladiator, the one that looks like a pickup truck, but it's, you know, yes. with the, yeah, yep. I really want one of those. I'm not going to get one anytime soon, but I really want one. And so, like, recently, because I've, like, found this love for Jeeps, it's like I'm seeing them everywhere. <laughs> yes. Everywhere I look. I'm seeing Jeeps and you know I started thinking about that and I was like it's because that's on the forefront of my mind Mm. like that's what I want and I equate that to the way that we handle things as Christians what are you focusing on because Mm. if you're focusing on Christ you're going to view things from a Christ lens yeah but if you're focusing on on your politics if you're focusing on your own wants you know you're going to view things from that lens yep and so immediately when you hear something that um, you may disagree with because of your your politics or your opinions on this side, you're going to become upset about it or whatever. And um, that's not the way we should be as Christians. Our eyes have to be fixed on Jesus, yep. and um, and and everything that we do should flow and stem from God's word and the heart of God. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Amen. Man, if your mic wasn't in a stand, I'd say drop it right now. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Amen. Amen. So I think it would be be good to end on this note. Um, you know, we just discussed of how 2020, we've dealt with a lot of pain, a lot of struggle, a lot of anger. Um, people have been divisive. Yeah. Um, but I know it's a question that people ask. Where is God in all of this? Like, where is his... Where can we find God's goodness? Mm. I'll start with you, Pastor Michael. Woo! That's a... Uh, well, we, I think we, because God is the same yesterday and today and forever, is that we have to be careful to not let our experience dictate the truth about mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Is that if we're missing out on something, a uh, peace, uh, if we're missing peace, then we're missing something about the shalom or the prince of peace in our lives. Mm. If we're feeling anxious... Um, then we might need to, or or down, then we might be missing out on the joy of the Lord that gives us strength. Yeah. And so, um, I think I think it's a matter of like you said, it's shifting our focus. Mm. And I think, um, you know, we were when the three of us were together, a few other folks. We went downtown yeah. on the, the 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 race and reconciliation prayer walk. Yep. And um, I had a moment there that just totally uh, undid me. Mm. I think might be a word for that. 
and um, you know we're, we're walking you know we prayed and we're walking with some other Christ followers and we ended up down there at the center of Lafayette Square and I'd not been there and you know, on the way there's graffiti and there's signs and there's anger chanting there it's a little bit of street performing too so it's kind of a block party <laughs> protest it's uh, very eclectic. DJ yeah, you know yeah. food court all at the same time <laughs> very eclectic um, it was very eclectic and um, but then just reading the signs and and mm-hmm. seeing the people I, I had to take a knee because I was just overcome with emotion. Mm-hmm. I had never seen the city like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and I was trying to make sense of it. Like, I've been to the city hundreds of times. And, um, and in that moment, I just, there was such, it was just an overwhelming sense of emotion and intensity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, later I went back and uh, I was reminded of, actually, it was that same afternoon in Luke 19 when Jesus looked over the city of Jerusalem Mm. and he wept. And um, I am not like Jesus, but I do feel like in that moment that there was a gravity to something that I'd not seen before. Mm. And and that required me to get outside of myself to see something that from the lens of Jesus, what Mm. would Jesus do, respond, feel in this moment? And, um, And so I think that when we draw back to and circle back to, okay, Jesus, um, he was tempted in every way that we are, but he was without sin, yeah. is that if we can have that uh, a Christological focus of where is Christ in this, mm-hmm. um, then we can actually find steadiness and hope through this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's important for all of us to say, you know what, even the things aren't good, that doesn't change the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm missing something from the goodness of God, I need to go back to Him yeah. to find it and to live in it and to live through it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I remember I was with you guys, and I just, I just took a knee, and so I was grateful to share that sacred moment. I was thankful I was wearing a hat and I had a mask on, so I wouldn't know what everybody would see. Uh, I tried to block you. I was like, you know what? As we're wandering. Um, but uh, but I, I think that it's a matter of, finding the good yeah. mm-hmm. um, even and, and seeking the light and being the light in a world that oftentimes can feel overrun with darkness amen amen, amen. that's good yeah. man I don't know what to say after that yeah that was good I think because I'm, I'm with you I think you've got to look you got to see the good mm-hmm. on there because there's good to be seen there's good to be found um, but I mean I think what if you turn on if you're watching news if you're on social media that's the stuff that's not the stuff that gets ratings that's not the stuff that gets the likes it's all the negative stuff all the bad stuff is what gets light but like man god is doing something in my opinion new yes mm-hmm. he's moving yes, he in a way now, i'm not gonna say never been done before he, he moves all the time but like just he's doing something new he i think you brought it up earlier like he's he's bringing a, i don't know if he's i want to say he's bringing a church to its knees to realize its idols um almost in preparation to go forth and share his gospel in our country and around the world like never before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am just, and I think it's going to be done in, you know, not our, not all traditional church ways. Like he's going to be moving in a new way. He's going to, not new ways. Cause again, anytime you say new ways, you're like, man, you might be walking in heresy then, <laughs> but uh, just new fresh expressions, I think would be the best way of how to share, of sharing his love, seeing people minister. I've seen people, I've been seeing the videos of people ministering in these protests. I've seen people, I mean, I saw firsthand, there's some people out there with stuff, um, praying with one another, just truly being unified. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I know a lot of people can be doom and gloom. Um, I can tend to be that way from time to time, but like, I don't know, there's a part of me. It's like, I'm excited for the future. 
Mm, yeah. Um, because I feel like, you know, yes, it's painful now, but this pain is it's not going to go. Or it's not, I don't know, it's not, not going to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost something that we, I feel like we're enduring to move us forward mm-hmm. for what's ahead, to truly love people um, and to just be the church. Um, and I think God's going to do some crazy, amazing things. Yes. Um, I know some people are like, oh, this is the sign of the end. Like, look, y'all, we've been in the end time since Jesus ascended. Um, just quick update for all y'all on the podcast. Like, we've been in the end times for a long time. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'm just excited because, you know, there's a lot to be done still. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's still 3.19 billion people who have yet to hear the gospel. Wow. Um, and not to mention the people in our own backyard who have yet to hear the gospel. Right. Um, I mean, even some of us here in America, you know, we've heard a gospel, yeah. but is it the yeah. gospel? Yeah. Right. So there is a lot of work to be done. And, man, God is such a gracious God. Um, and I feel like some people want Jesus to return. I want Jesus to come back. I would love for that to happen in my yeah. lifetime. But so is every generation before me. Yeah. Um, and I think a good, loving God has delayed his, second, his coming back because he wants as many people that come to him now. That's it. Um, so don't be disarmed or uh, alarmed because he hasn't returned yet be happy because it's giving us a lot more opportunity to go spread the gospel to all the nations that's what jesus said he's like y'all need to go yes make disciples of all nations and even he makes a clear indicator to us in scripture when you know he talks about signs of the end he's going to come back once all the nations have heard Mm -hmm. all the nations haven't heard yet (laughs) y'all and it's not going to be as easy as we think like some people are like oh just put the internet on there we're going to be good like do you know how hard it is to get the internet in some of these places and even if they had internet, do you know how hard it's going to be to break through some of these cultures to actually get Jesus in there? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see how the church moves forward from this. I know we got some issues we're dealing with now as a church, um, Big C Church, but I think it's all for good. Yeah. Um, and it's because God is equipping us and preparing us for to really just go forth. Yeah. Um, refining. Yes. Amen. Yeah, yeah. That's been my word. Refine. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's um, right. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Amen. And uh, there is a lot of good to be found. And like I said, it's not just about the American church. I mean, you look at the global church, and it's just it's cool to see what's going on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to read this from uh, 2 Timothy 2. Uh, it says, For if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. And um, I love this verse. Um, because it, it just speaks to God's unchangingness. Yeah. Um, he does not waver nope. from his word. Um, what God has said about himself in the Bible is true. It is not going to change. And it's not going to change based on how we waver, how unfaithful we can be. Mm. Um, doesn't matter what we do. God is still going to accomplish what he has set forth to accomplish and um and so we cling to that um now i'll just also think of um of this always encourages me in hebrews uh, i think i've mentioned it a few times of you know uh, for on this earth there's no enduring city but we seek the one yet to come and um and so we have to constantly keep our eyes fixed on god yep um because when we do that that helps us endure and um and it helps us stay strong in the faith yeah which i think is important um, during this time of just so much struggle and so much heartache and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, we have to remind ourselves, you know, David did it often in the Psalms. Um, you see it often in Lamentations. You have to remind your soul to just bless the Lord, yep. to worship the mm-hmm. Lord yeah. in it all. And so, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Disconnect from your iPhones or Androids every once in a while and just get in your word. Yeah. Be alone with God, y'all. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. You'll see good then. Yes. <laughs> <So>. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Pastor Michael, it's been awesome having yeah. you. Yeah. Man, thanks for having me. What yeah. an honor. Man. Yeah. Love the yeah. wisdom pouring out of you guys. Yeah. And uh, it's, again, thanks for the honor to be invited to uh, Odd One Out Podcast. Amen. Man. Thanks really for dropping stuff. all that wisdom you dropped, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're honored and blessed to have you here. Amen. We really appreciate you coming on. We know you just preached the sermon, <laughs> you know, and just hey. appreciate you coming <laughs> on, man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm still, I, I, I love talking about Jesus and yes. I love talking to you guys. So, Amen. hey, that was the best of both for me. Amen. 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 All right. Um, so just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, we know a lot of you guys listen to us on iTunes. So if you haven't already, um, we encourage you to leave a rating and or review. If you have, we really appreciate you guys who have done that. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. See you. Peace.